Hello, 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 hello. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Raz Hockey. Welcome to episode 24. Yeah. Big 2-4. Big 2-4. Yeah. That's a good number. <laughs> good number. It's how many beers in a case. Yeah. So I think that's one of the most important things. Well, not to me, but... <laughs> But the some of you, so yeah, welcome to Wes Hockey. Uh, I'm Trev, and uh, with me as always is uh, Mr. Bush, Mr. Denny, Mr. Borat, Mr. Rip. <laughs> Did you uh watch last night's episode? I was playing hockey last night, so I PVR'd it. We're gonna watch it tonight. Oh, I didn't, I should have PVR'd it. Damn it, I didn't watch it last night. Uh oh. Okay, uh, episode 24's guest is Mr. Br- Brandon Stanley of Sulacote, Ontario. Um, he's uh, registered with the Lac Sul First Nation, which is just outside uh, good old Sulacote. Brandon is currently playing for Niagara University Purple Eagles uh, Division One Hockey in New York. So, uh, good interview. Uh, Niagara plays in the National Collegiate. Oh, that's NCAA, but <laughs> he plays in the Atlantic Hockey <laughs> Conference. I was just reading Wikipedia and I was going forward for it. I was oh. like, I NCAA is National Collegiate. Athletic Association. That's what I was going to say. Oh, I was, I was trying to look for which uh, conference he's in. So he's in the Atlantic Hockey Conference. I guess you got to proofread some shit when you're before you're uh, well, on the air. There's hey, that. that's that's you. You should be prepared, man. Oh, yeah, I should be. Maybe we'll maybe to get to 25, I'll, I'll, I'll prepare it for you. Hey, we should take turns. You next or episode 25, you, uh, do the show and i'll just sit back like you you're doing so well though you be howard stern and i'll be uh <laughs> what's his co-host uh robin i'll be, Star- I'll be starsky you can be hutch <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> just a really old 70s uh... <laughs> so yeah brandon's uh currently playing with the uh, niagara purple eagles and they had some games this weekend. One win, one tie. So two points is better than no points. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait for that interview. It's, it's good. It's yeah, good to hear from uh, niche players playing college hockey, which is, I think we, we can see more of that in the future. And I hope we'll have more niche players taking advantage of playing college hockey yeah. in the United States. Because of the week, because of the week for episode 24. Who is, is the cuz of the week? Mr. Jaden Fable. Big Ooh. J. He's from uh, here in Kenora, but he's currently going to school in London, Ontario at Fanshawe College. I'm not sure what he's taking, though. He's probably taking like decorating or. Slack. <laughs> 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 Just kidding, Jay. <laughs> Do they have homework in college? Homework, he says. <laughs> Just kidding. He's a big fan of the show. He listens in on the podcast. So thanks, Jay, for listening and uh, supporting the show. So, yeah, because of the week. And if you want to be because of the week, shoot us a message on Facebook or comment and we'll hook you up, man. Yeah. It's cool to, to be recognized and. And it's just our part of saying thank you for uh, listening to the show. Shoutouts. You have any shoutouts this week? I have none this week. I'm dry. <laughs> oh, I almost said it. <laughs> That's kind of dirty. I don't want to be dirty today. That's okay. <laughs> but As with everything, said. there is a first, Trevor. <laughs> That's what she said. Hmm. <laughs> I got one shout out to Mr. Mr. Tyler and Jessica Lavalley. Oh, I yeah. saw saw Tyler and Jessica. 
at the Leafs game last night. And uh, we had a good talk. They're uh, big Leafs fans. They're Blue Bomber fans. They went to the Blue Bombers game yeah, last night. Those troopers, man. Oh, those are hardcore fans. Yeah, those are hard. That's so. Uh, I like. I like my hockey, but I, I, some of all watching it out, watching a sport outdoor in middle of December. Yeah, they <laughs> said they were pretty uh, well dressed for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers game against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Blue Bombers yeah. won, so they'll be going mm-hmm. to the Great Cup. But anyways, yeah, they said they were uh, dressed pretty good, and so they had to go back to the hotel, take all their uh, long johns and. Ski pants and <laughs> uh, yeah, moose hide mitts off and the moose hide mitts and go to the rink. <laughs> so yeah, we uh, bumped into each other. We were Nick and I were just walking around the rink and we saw Tyler and Jessica and we talked. It was good to good to meet him and, and his wife Jessica. So yeah, shout out to those guys. Talking about the uh, Toronto. Mm, yeah, let's talk about that. Nick Toronto. and I went to the game last night. Leafs played like crap, a lot of penalties, and Jets capitalized with a six to three win. Oh, did you? Oh, you didn't watch it. You were at hockey, but it was uh, it was a lot of niche people there. Holy jeez, <laughs> that's good. Like lots of people. Like we saw, I saw Barry, Barry oh, Indian, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. saw Nate and Troy. Who else? I saw a lot of cooch people. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't see Mickey. Mickey and Gail were there, but I didn't see them. Yeah. But, yeah, there was a lot of niche people there. (laughs) It was cool to see. Nice. The crowd was like half and half. All you see was blue, but it was Maple Leaf blue or that Jets blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. 50-50 was like 70 Gs. I wasn't even close. (laughs) I was way off. So, So... it was fun though. Good game. Matthew yeah. sniped another goal. He's totally lost without Mitch Marner, man. He, it's yeah. just you could just see it. Like he was playing with, practice, eh? yeah, he was he was playing with Bunting and Dave Bunting. <laughs> he's from he's from White Dog, anyways. <laughs> yeah, but Matthew looked totally lost without Marner. Mm. It was sad to see. It was a lot of good scrums, though. Rain, I, I saw highlights. And, like, even now, uh, Matthews was getting getting in there with Dubois in the corner. Did you see... Uh, did you have a good vantage point of uh, what Spezza did to Pionk? Or no? Yeah, uh, that was on the other side. It was the far oh. side, but you could see it in the, the replay on the on the big screen there on the Jumbotron. Oh. Yeah. He has an in-person meeting, though, with that... Department well, safety. Yeah, you, know, you kind of yes, need so. Pionk in the head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he deserved it though. He took out Sundin with a knee. Need any yeah. hits? Mm-hmm. They're both just, just as bad. But you know what? I've like, usually talked bad about Morgan Riley, but that kid's good. Yeah, yeah. Like the only uh, well, he's famous for against uh, all the other fans for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but he's uh, Morgan Riley's a stud, man. He's a uh, he should have consideration for Team Canada in the Olympics. Mm. There's lots of players that should have, should have, should have, should have. But yeah, but what do you do? You, like, is he a top eight defenseman for Team Canada? Do you think Morgan Riley? It's no, I don't know. Well, or maybe he's. He's in the outside looking in, kind of right. Yeah, he's probably, kind of borderland. He'd probably be the he. I think if if he went, I this is just my opinion. I think he'd be the one sitting up in the press box. If yeah. someone got hurt, he'd be dressed. But I think he's good enough to make the squad. You still get a gold medal, though. I'd get a. Oh yeah, I'd be happy with a gold medal. It's like uh, Ed Belfour won gold medal. Oh yeah, he didn't even get dressed. <laughs> even PK won a yeah, gold medal. PK won a gold. Shit. He doesn't deserve anything, though. What do you think about him and his slew foots? Holy crap. They had a video montage. It's, getting, it's on Twitter. It's on Instagram about how many slew foots he actually has in his career. And it's quite a bit. He did it again in Winnipeg. Yeah. Did you yeah, see that? I saw, yeah, but I saw the highlights. But nothing's going to happen. That was no. a total slew foot. Mm-hmm. 
Same as Marchand. He slew foot that kid pretty bad. No. And he got three games. Did you ever get slew foot? Yeah. Yeah, I got slew foot one time. We were playing in a tournament in Thunder Bay, and we were the first game of that tournament. It was Friday evening, and we were playing a team. We were playing the mission team, which is Fort William, and I got slew foot, and they scored. Then I went and cross-checked the guy that slew foot me. Then all hell broke loose. We had a big uh, bench-clearing brawl. (laughs) (laughs) We were just fighting i was fighting like two three guys it was the first game of the tournament too oh gotta start the tournament with a big bang so then when we were getting off the ice that got one of the guys and i we kept on fighting we were just throwing bombs outside the the dressing room outside yeah Yeah, and their wives the other players wives were just swearing at me getting mad at me saying i was starting everything and (laughs) While we were fighting, some guy was holding me down, hold, pinning me against the wall and holding my arms. And the guy was just giving a no. t- t- punch in me. <laughs> that's Holy crazy. God. And you know, that's a it's going to be a good tournament when there's a bench clearing brawl. Yeah. And there's a guy on my team. His name Dave Matthews. He's from Thunder Bay. And... He looked like a Hanson brother. So, you know, when they were standing there on the yeah. national anthem, I'm listening <laughs> yeah. to that fucking song. That's how, anthem. <laughs> that's how Dave looked. He, he had glasses on and one yeah. of his eyes lenses was missing. Oh. And it was all fucking all bruised up and look like it just looked funny. He got into a fight and his glasses <laughs> were all broken. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. What we were talking about again before that. Uh, what's. Slewfoot's with PK. Yeah. Uh, and how he's getting off scot free. Yeah, something's got to be done. And he's not defending, like, he's not fighting himself. No, he's never been a fighter. No, he's, he's been a coward. Too busy making those fucking commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday, are you going to the Carolina game then tomorrow or what? I don't know. Carolina's in it's Winnipeg. Bears day to day. He's, oh he's man, still, he's, he's still sick, eh? Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he could very well be healthy, but protocol dictates that uh, they're out for a certain number of days, right? That's crazy. He must have. Uh, I, I bet you all of Saskatchewan gonna, would, would have been there. Oh, for sure. Right? He must be real sick, that guy. Real, real, real sick, that kid. Oh, yeah. I bet, like, tomorrow's game would be half niche people at the MTS center or Canada life center. Mm -hmm. Cause you got Seth Jarvis Cree Cree boy from Winnipeg. He's in the lineup. He's been playing really good. And so it'll be Seth Jarvis and bears family and friends and half their communities and half of Saskatchewan there. I know. (laughs) Yeah. But there's a, did you get that? Accept that invite I sent you for the Winnipeg Jet tickets yes. then? Yes, I did. There's a lot of good tickets there, eh? Yeah, there are. Yeah. I made a purchase through Ticketmaster with the resale with the Winnipeg Jets. And I didn't know there was a $63 fee. Oh. That's what kind of, was when I was checking out, I was like, where's the $63 coming from? It's like, oh, stupid Ticketmaster fees. Yeah. So sometimes that, if that's you, criminal. Yeah, if you really trust and but on Facebook, those sellers that sell the tickets, they have to be verified by the people that run that group. So it's kind of yeah. it is legit. And I I bought tickets from the past from that group. So a lot of good tickets for tomorrow's uh, Carolina and Winnipeg game. Yeah. That'd be a good game to wear to go to though. Carolina's hot. They're a good team. They're playing well. Why did the Leafs get rid of Anderson? Why? Look at Hyman. Yeah, he scored that nice goal. Yeah, well, that was a good end-to-end rush, and he sniped the top shelf. I, uh, I don't know. I don't want to think about Hyman because it's... Okay. He's selfish, man. You, <laughs> you don't leave your hometown to sign with another club. You take a hometown deal and stick yeah. it out with your team. 
Still bitter about that. Well, yeah, you're selfish, man. <laughs> Never, it's not about the money. It's about winning, and he's not going to win in Edmonton. <laughs> he's winning more with Edmonton, though. No, Toronto has more wins than Edmonton right now. No, but like one or two. Still, that's a win. That's one or two. Did you see the latest major, major signing in the Major League Baseball? Yeah, that's... I don't understand why hockey players are so lowballed. And yeah, I said that how many episodes ago? I called it out. I said, yeah, there's no financial parity with our with our, let's say our and with our hockey contracts versus the top three uh, sports contracts. There's none. Like it's ridiculous. Like we we have the most games, forty two home games. How much did you pay for your seat? Uh, two something. Two. So just, let's let's just round it off to two hundred, right? Yeah, two hundred times uh, forty-two. That's uh, that's just one seat, right? That's just. And how many seats are in this? Uh, you go on man, and on about the frustration. Mass, no, it's just I'm just proving a point, and that's only one section. There's uh, and, and the lower bowl sections are what three hundred a piece. It's just ridiculous. I sat in section one twelve. Oh, that's a nice section. Yeah, we were right behind the net. Well, in the same section as Barry. Barry was like oh, okay, along yeah. the. But the thing sitting in that section, you get that camera behind the, <laughs> on the glass, and it was hard oh, yeah. to see. It was a pain in the ass. The hell! I'm totally out of thought now. Right now, okay. I was gonna yeah, see something. Oh a- yeah, John Tavares is getting 11 million a year, and that's the same amount Jeremy Jagger was getting 25 years ago. When he was playing with the Rangers, he was getting oh. 11 million a year and he was the top paid player. And it hasn't changed for over 20 oh. years. Well, baseball players, football players are getting 40, 50 million dollars, yeah. even basketball players. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't understand that. Like Aaron Rodgers, his signing bonus is higher than an, than an NHL team salary. Like, no like, shit. It's as stupid as ridiculous. Start paying your players, man. Yeah. Even with niche players, start paying us more. Damn it! Yes, <laughs> we bring fans in the cl- in the crowds. Just like Reno, ask him. <laughs> we put more people in the bars. <laughs> I want a commission for all the beer you sell that night yeah. because it's me. While you have, while your bar is packed. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I think Reno should get two thousand in a room for the weekend rather than one thousand. Pay him. You, you know what he he deserves no it. Well, he's on council now. He just like, he'll just pay for it on his own. Oh, so he can pay himself. Yeah, that's okay. I got a PO from the band office. <laughs> Reno, we love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, our talk about money. Yeah. NHL and that's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I want to talk about one thing before we go. Let's let's talk about this one thing. Connor Roulette getting snubbed oh. by the World Juniors. That's a whole fucking can of worms. That one. Like you get a, like he was a steal in the fifth round, and he's. Where did he play last year? Seattle. Thunderbirds. What did he? What did he play in a major tournament the year before? Fourteen. Uh, yeah, he played for uh, under. U18s. So the, and they, so and they won the, the gold. So why the fuck isn't uh, Hockey Canada looking at that? I don't know. You know what I mean? But look at them. Like last year when they lost to the States, they had all the same players from one yeah. line one to line four. They were all goal scorers. And sometimes it's hard for a goal scorer to go into a check and forward within a short period of time, like the world juniors and and a lot of guys. And as you can, as they proved Canada couldn't do it. Yeah. Right. So you need different character players to play on that team. You can't just get 12 fucking goal scores. Right. To all of a sudden change the role. In a short period of time. And can you play this role? We'll give you a five games. They're not going to buy into it. No. Instinctively. They won't. So, Yeah. Connor's having a good year in Seattle. He had a good uh, main camp at Dallas Stars, and mm-hmm. that's this shitty thing, though. Yeah, it's a numbers game. But next year, we'll see Connor. Next year, 
That'd be sweet. Pretty sure we're going to see him suit up in Russia next year. Is it in Russia? It's in Russia next. Well, Mother Russia. <laughs> unless unless things change, that's where the uh, IIHF uh, says it, it's going to be in 2023 or whatever that year is, 2223. Beard. Beard. Oh, beard. Just fucking bushes. We're on video right now on Zoom. <laughs> and Bush was just playing with his beards. I said beard. He looks like uh, the Iron Sheik. Remember a long time ago? Yes. That's Iron just Sheik. playing with his must mustache. <laughs> Holy fuck, Bush. You got to fucking shave that thing. The man. Iron Sheik. <laughs> The Iron Bush. The Iron Cheek. That's a good one. All right, let's go to our interview. Oh, I just want to swear now. <laughs> I know. You, you, you got all rolled up talking about Team Canada. <laughs> okay, let's go to our interview with Mr. Brandon Stanley. Yes, let's do it. Niagara University Purple Eagles. Let's yes. go. Let, let's go. Let's go. Hey guys, Res Hockey would like to introduce guest for episode number 24 from good old Sulacote, Ontario, Mr. Mr. Stanley. What's up, man? How you doing? Going pretty good. Thanks for having me. So, uh, yeah, we'll get started. Uh, you're currently playing at Niagara University in the Atlantic Hockey Association. How's your year going so far? Uh, we're doing really well in conference. Um, our team's finding a groove right now. We just ended up playing uh, Michigan last week in the Wolverines. And they had like seven first rounders or something. It was spectacular. And we were right with them the entire game. So special to play those players. How was that one kid that got drafted? Uh, what was he like first overall? Yeah, Owen that, Power. Yeah, how was he playing against? They were solid. I mean, they had uh, out of the top five last year, they have four of them on the team. Wow. So their first power play is uh, pretty much top five picks of last year. Um, they're special players. I mean, they move the puck well. Um, but, I mean, team-wise for us, we uh, I thought we were amazing. I mean, it was 1-1 going into the third, and uh, I think we were outchanced them on Saturday. So it was a special game to be at for sure. And you guys, uh, earlier in the season in October, you guys went to Grand Forks to play University of North Dakota. How was it playing in that Ralph Engelstad arena? Uh, it's funny you ask that because uh, I played there when I played for the Thistles. We had a little oh, tournament yeah? there. Yeah, and I mean, you're just a young high school kid. You know, you don't expect much, but you walk into this rink and it's kind of like breathtaking. You get chills and you're just like, man, like you dream. You're like, imagine playing at a game like this you almost like don't think it's ever possible and then we went to uh one of the games that night and it was sold out um when i was a kid and i was it was loud and fireworks are going off and then all of a sudden we found out at the start of this year that we were going there and right away those memories came back and uh it was actually crazy warm-ups you come out and it, their student sections sold out already <laughs> so they're already chirping you in warm-ups when you're missing a shot so it's <laughs> spectacular so loud too i think it's just as loud as an nhl arena like we went to a game a couple of years ago and they were playing union and it was fourteen thousand people in the middle yeah. of january it's crazy how uh how big college hockey is in north dakota yeah uh school-wise what are you uh majoring in i'm in sports management right now are you going to try to use that uh, sports management once you're done your hockey career or trying to, um, or do you have any plans? I mean, I want to see where hockey can take me. Obviously I think I got uh, a lot of unique uh, tools and skill sets that uh, you don't see much anymore. I'm a bigger guy that can skate well. So I want to see what I can do. And if uh, things don't work out, maybe, do policing but if i mean there's always a coaching opportunity everywhere you look too so that's when i decided to take sports management and see i mean i love sports so yeah wouldn't hurt being in something like that for sure uh can you tell us a day in a day in the life of a college hockey player 
Yeah. I mean, it's, we got a special program at Niagara because um, we're so consistent with everything that we do and we are almost like uncommon men. That's kind of our, our goal in life is be better people, students and players. I mean, we wake up at, I wake up every day at seven 30, make a little breakfast, go to the rink. We have a team meeting every day at eight 15. And then, uh, we have a workout from about 8.45 to 9.25, maybe a little earlier, maybe 9.20. And then we're on the ice for practice at 9.30, ready to rock. And then we have our classes that are scattered throughout the week. So it gets pretty busy, but every morning is the exact same, which I like. How about for traveling then? Like this weekend, you're headed down to Massachusetts. So what's how was a travel day for you guys? Uh, it depends where we're going. I mean, when we went to Grand Forks, we obviously flew. Um, and our coaching staff, do like, they do an amazing job to get us food, do everything, keep us hydrated. Um, but these trips are, these are bus trips almost because it's right in betweeners. Yeah. They're hard. I mean, they're seven, seven, eight hours. But, I mean, we always stop. We get food. We have so much water, keep hydrated. And, uh, I mean, it's just, uh, everyone loves a good roadie with the boys. So <laughs> it's never, never a bad thing. So when you go on these road trips, do they put you up in like nice hotels and like they provide food and everything? Oh, every, every time we go, it's like a five-star restaurant that we go to before you get your pregame meals, uh, the night before a game, then you go to a hotel and you get food pretty much catered to you. You go down to a meeting room. Um, you get your food and kind of this big room that uh, they just have food and it's like a buffet style just for the team. And then that's where you go and eat before the games, go up, take a nap, and then you uh, head to the rink. And then after your game, they have food catered to the rink. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh, do you guys get to pick the food? Like, okay, like my, I want like chicken and pasta or do they, is the team do, do all that stuff for you guys? So they give us options. We got five main ones. Like some guys are uh, big, just meat and potatoes kind of guys before a game. They, what they like before a game, some are pasta. And then there's a few of us that like salmon and veggies. Yeah. So those are main ones. We'll go pasta or some kind of meat and then a salmon with veggies. And then if there's anything else, we can put it in if we want. What about the, the good old walleye? Have you ever asked for some walleye? yeah I, don't even, I think they just do cod or something <laughs> <laughs> i wonder what kind of look they would give you if you was like yeah can i get some walleye oh yeah, yeah no <laughs> i would never get it <laughs> <laughs> okay let's talk about your equipment like um each team is pretty much sponsored by a different company like what do you guys roll with at niagara so we just switched to warrior and uh, we got our custom sticks with the logos and purple sticks right now. Yeah. They're so cool. And then um, our undergear and everything's kind of mixed because of being from Bauer and Warrior okay. now. So, I mean, I have different shin pads, I think, is the only thing right now that are Warrior and my sticks and gloves. But then everything else is still Bauer from my freshman year. I still have that stuff. Nice. What kind of stick do you use? Like, is there a specific kind of curve and flex that you use? Yeah. So I got, um, I, I'm a little picky, to be honest. I have a sandpaper blade, fat blade. Um, I have bubble wrap grip, uh, P92 Matthews curve with a 75 flex. 75, eh? Yeah. I use, I think I use a 110 while... Now that I'm older, I'm kind of heavier, so I got to use one of the stiffer sticks. Yeah. How many sticks do you get in a year? Is there, did you give it's, me like a you, dozen or? Yeah, you start off with 12. And then if you break them all, you get another batch of 12. Like once you're down to your last three, our equipment manager will like get new ones. So we're never out. Wow. Yeah, he's actually like, we're very lucky to be honest. If like you don't like a stick or you don't, you're not feeling it and, you can talk to our company manager and usually most of the time you'll say, all right, like let's order the stick that you want. So you got different sticks coming in when you want them. Nice. 
what about yeah. it, like like pants and gloves like that do you do you guys get the same like one pair each year or do you get like new equipment like as your gloves and pants are wearing oh, down we have two pairs of gloves right now um the ones have our names on them the ones we got last year's and then this year was like a team one that we got the niagara logo on so i think if you need new gloves you can just ask him our equipment manager again he's unbelievable like as soon as you need something he's gonna do it for you and then pants i use a girdle and shells okay so mine are just the same but guys if their pants rip and stuff he's next day they're fixed oh wow yeah what about like what about skates then how many pairs are you allowed per year we're well we get one right away but then as soon as like one's like kind of default then yeah he'll order right away um you can get custom skates that are i, my, I got my feet scanned because i got brutal feet yeah like can't find stock skates that fit <laughs> so i get my feet scanned and then um we put shot blockers on them that are like mandatory here okay is that like not, that that black uh, kevlar kind of stuff like yeah the pros use the there's like fuzzy ones that everyone okay. has little skate piece that's like black and yeah has the it's like a soft material but the ones that we have are almost like bulletproof oh wow like they're hard fiber plastic it's they're pretty cool so with that what does your coach say then if you if a guy does a full mangle like going towards a shot and he just lifts his foot does he get in crap knowing that you have all that protection on your feet yeah i mean especially the way that uh, we try and play like we're not going to, when we're playing a team like Michigan or North Dakota, you know, we're, we're not really going to outskill them, even though yeah. we do have this skill, but we're going to outdog them. I mean, there's yeah. never going to be a game against us. And uh, I think that's a big thing with our coach. Like one of our big things is if we want to win a cup, you got to wear a cup. Yeah. A lot of guys don't like around here, don't like wearing their uh, jocks and stuff. because not as comfy, <laughs> but you're PK and you get these guys shooting a puck at you. You want everything on you. So I mean, I don't. I haven't seen a guy even get out of the way of a wow. one timer here. And if you do, yeah, you you might as well just go to the bench and think about what you just did. <laughs> of all the places that you traveled to play against other schools, uh, which arena and what was what is your tr- favorite place to travel to? In the Atlantic, or or just anywhere, uh, any D one school. Yeah, that's. Minnesota was cool because of the history. Penn yeah, State's that's a nice rink. Rank. Penn State was brand is brand new, so their their sound system, their everything, their lighting, their it's just world class. But I mean, if I had to choose one, it'd be North Dakota. That place was a special place. You you get the goosebumps just seeing the outside of it, not even the inside. And uh, to play in front of a sold out crowd, it's. It's as close to the show experience as you're going to get as a college player, I believe. You guys are going to uh, Notre Dame in uh, January 1st, January 2nd. How excited are you to go there? Such a historic I'm, school. Yeah, I'm pumped. I mean, uh, I got a couple of buddies that I played against and played with for a little bit that are there. Um, I've seen the rank and it's it's unbelievable. I'm excited to, to get it done and hopefully get some wins there. Before you went to Niagara, you played junior in the MJ and you finished your junior career with the Philadelphia Rebels of the North American League. How was it playing junior in the States? Um, I found it a lot different than in Canada. Canada was, it felt like a lot of rough and tough guys. I mean, everyone's hitting strong. I mean, especially in the MJ, there's big farm kids. You also have your super skilled kids. But as soon as I went to the States, I actually started the first month in Cedar Rapids. And right away, I just knew that it was just a different style of game here. I mean, there wasn't much hitting. Um, the USHL was a lot younger kids, too. So I was 20 years old trying to yeah. figure out a style of play. And um, it didn't work out. And then I went to Philly and it was the exact same thing. Just kids are in your face at all times with their skating. And uh, just what a special opportunity to play against high-level kids in the Nall. And in Philly, I had uh, 
a great opportunity to be seen by a lot of scouts. So, I mean, I was very fortunate and very lucky to get uh, the chance to play there. How did you end up in Philly, like after Grand Rapids? Was it just word of mouth and just coaches knowing other coaches? Yeah. So what happened was I was in way, way. I had a really good season. My 19-year-old year, um, got lucky, got two good teammates, Lennon Cochran and Brendan Martin, that uh, they helped me succeed completely. I ended up getting a, an award in that league. And um, I think I got a little attention there. So I got asked to come to the Fargo Forces um, camp in the summertime. So I decided, yeah, I'm definitely going to try it out. I might as well, um, you know, don't stop short or sell yourself yeah. short. You got to go. So I went there and um, ultimately they liked me. I mean, we had, I had great conversations with the coaches. They were all super nice to me, but they said, you know what, we're going to take the kids that we drafted. Um, and whatever happens, happens. I like kind of thing, you know, I hope you have a great season. I was like, okay. Well, this is tough. And um, the day I was leaving, I met with uh, Phillies, one of their coaches at the time. And he's like, we're going to draft you in the null. Is that all right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, he's like, yeah, like, we're going to pick you high right away. Like our first pick in the second round. Um, and we want you to come here. And I was like, okay, this is amazing. Like, let's do it kind of thing. And um, then I got a phone call from Andy Murray uh, for Western Michigan. And he was talking to me, and then that's how I got to Cedar Rapids because he's really close with Mark Carlson. Okay. And then I was there for a month, and then uh, things didn't work out. Went back to Philly. Nice, that's good. Everything worked out. That's cool. How oh, in the hockey so world, it, hockey business, how things work out like that? Insane. Yeah, I uh, I couldn't believe it, and I really wanted to get back to Portage. To be completely honest, that was uh, my main goal with trying to leave and go to the states. Um, but knowing what I know now that I, I probably just would have went to Philly right away. Your minor hockey career, like you, you played high school in Sulacote and you played here for the midget thistles. I think they call it U18 now. Um, what were some big important moments in your career? Like, um, little NHL, little bands, or was it playing against Thunder Bay Kings? Uh, can you name a couple of things that, really stand yeah. out for you i mean growing up uh i'm super proud of my heritage and being uh indigenous um representing my community black school at uh, the little bands was something i looked forward to every year um i don't know what was so crazy about it i mean it's just you know it's yeah. it's a small or it's a big tournament but like you it meant more for me to win that than it did uh, my actual team during the year in Sulacote. It's really hard to explain, but so, yeah. so important to me. And then playing in Sulacote High School, that uh, that was something else, to be honest. I uh, didn't think I was going to stay for two years, but um, kind of grade 10, my parents were kind of asking me if I wanted to go anywhere, and I really didn't want to go anywhere. I got a lot of opportunity playing uh, top minutes on the high school team as a smaller, younger kid. And I think that got me used to playing big guys at a young age. And then I went to the Thistles and Dougie Novak really took me under his wing right away. Um, we had a good connection and um, I had an okay first season. And then the second season I, I did pretty well as well. And uh, then that was when I kind of got to see what other talent was in the world. We got to play against Nolan Patrick, Howard, and all those big guys. So you get to see how fast they are and compare yourself and see where you stand. I played for Loxul a couple of years ago at the North American here in Kenora. They're like the nicest group of guys. Like you got Clinton, Kijik, and the Kijik little, boys. Yeah. yeah, a little Aki there. And super nice, super nice group. And they're super talented. Yeah. And I love the rink they have on the res. It's it's a big ice and it's really good ice because I remember they had they used to run tournaments there a couple like before all this pandemic stuff. Oh. The crowd was always always packed. Like we played the Eagles on a Saturday night and man, they were just loud. Yeah. I mean, I love my community. I love those guys that you just mentioned. 
Um, it's always special just going back there and just, the new arena is amazing with the, like they got heated flooring or something yeah. in the restrooms. Yeah. Yeah, it's special because, uh, you know, like a lot of places and communities don't have a, a great rink like that. And now all these young youth are going to get to go there whenever they want to and practice. What advice would you uh, give to young, young junior players that want to play in the U S or want to play college hockey? first is just don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it i mean i had that my whole life growing up people are saying oh you're just a small kid or a small town boy from sioux lookout you know it's not going to work out uh going to the u.s too it's not uh very hard for us because we're uh, considered dual citizens so i mean you're not an import or anything so you got to talk to coaches when you're going over but when as soon as you get into the states i mean it's easier travel right for the scouts yeah. and stuff so going to college, I think that was a big, big move for me. I, I only talked to two division one schools when I was in the MJ. Um, as soon as I came over, there's way more like over, over a dozen right away that I was talking to. And I, I, it's just location. Yeah. So they got to see me play. So I wouldn't, I, the biggest thing is don't, and don't be scared to move. Don't, don't be scared to take a chance. You know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but you gotta, you gotta shoot for the stars. Okay, Brandon, before we uh, let you go, we'll finish off with the – we have this thing called five rapid niche questions. They're all totally totally niche, and you'll get a good yeah. chuckle out of these questions. Okay, number one, baked or fried bannock? Fried. Number two, ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or a door? Yeah. <laughs> number three, ever see Ernest Munias live in concert? Nope. Number four, Indian taco or Bannock burger? Oh. What? That's hard. Indian taco. Indian taco. Fifth and last question, can you jig? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the way. The best. <laughs> All right, Brandon, thanks for uh, joining us uh, this evening, taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, us guys at Res Hockey Wish you and the purple eagles all the best and uh we'll uh love to have you on the show again and take care and steady heart man thank you so much all right take care we'll talk to you again all right watch a leaf as you as you were saying bush how come you're trying to watch a lot of movies what oh no big i was big i am i was i'm a big fan of jet lee (laughs) <laughs> fuck no i'm trying to watch uh jet lee movies i don't know why just getting it, he's Best. good in that um lethal weapon four lethal weapon four in china you would be dead and no in, in hong kong oh, same thing triads in hong kong you no, they i was actually reading the trivia on it. richard donner the director for the lethal weapon they had to ask uh jet lee to slow down his moves because the camera wouldn't couldn't pick up the, the well, speed of his that's what they say to you too when you fucking jig. Slow down, Bush. You're too fast, man. You're two stepping too fast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh boy. Jigging really hard, just all drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, I I wore my Garmin uh, Fitbit tracker last night at hockey. And how many kilometers did you skate? Two. Actually, yeah. Let me pull it up here. If it's over one and a half, you're BSing, man. Point zero two. Oh yeah, that's about right. Well, well, for one, because because uh, the GPS satellites couldn't pick up the watch inside the arena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aren't those Wi-Fi though? Do they have Wi-Fi no. connection? It's got to pick up the, the the GPS has got to pick up your watch and couldn't read it. That's about right though. Point zero. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it's a really slow uh, skater and. Lazy, <laughs> lazy. That's what you call a defensive defenseman. Yeah, absolutely. Did you guys win last night? I think we won like four two. I think. And that was against Neneskas. Yeah, I think it was like that. I can't remember. It was funny. Uh, if I, you know, what my average run, my maximum run cadence is. Do you know what that is? No, but can you tell it's me, please? Strides per minute. 
What? What per minute? Strides per minute. Oh, okay. Is 198. Up, down, up, <laughs> down. And my average, my average run cadence when I'm skating is three strides per minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. accurate. Just three strides, just yeah. gliding the whole time. Yeah. Unless you do like three strides and you're already down the ice. So <laughs> <laughs> power strides. Yeah. Three strides. <laughs> I want a Fitbit one time. I just gave it away because I'm not I don't not gonna use that shit. Because you don't know just because you just don't use it. Yeah. What I, I, gonna... I asked you all summer to come for bike rides and walks with me, but oh no. Nah, I was sick though, man. So so get healthy i can't try try it this summer then yeah hop on the bike i'll jog while you bike how's that yeah we'll go live see how <laughs> top five what's top up five what's your top five bush came up with another top five came up top five last week this, we had this, top five uh pickup lines pickup lines and this one today... this one's straight from bush's heart so <laughs> he's talking about past experiences past experience past experience after my pickup lines okay what's your top five lines <laughs> top five rejection lines that's all you I have got... is top five you pop you should just but, say 20 or say 15 of them but the, the most popular top five okay, was that <laughs> I actually still get this a lot is uh, number five. What are you doing walking around without your helmet? Number <laughs> oh, uh, four. Um, I had a little help with this one. I think this, this is one goal you're not going to score. Ooh. <laughs> and she just turns around and starts walking away. <laughs> yeah. Bum. yeah. And uh Number three is not even if those are your real teeth. <laughs> FYI, Bush doesn't have dentures. <laughs> and uh, the number two is, uh, were you even out there, bro? <laughs> oh. You know, you're not picking up a girl when she starts calling you bro. Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, just walk away with whatever pride, confidence you have left. Just don't bother trying. Yeah, no. number one is uh, wasn't that you that got dangled out there? <laughs> oh, I like that one. That was just. <laughs> I don't care how good looking you are, you're getting shot down if a girl sees you get dangled. <laughs> I, it just totally reminds you when we went uh, when we went to Minneapolis, and it was a close oh, game. Yeah. And That's fucking right. Bush just was, uh, <laughs> turned inside. I was like, "Oh, this <laughs> Brian." That, that's that big guy, Brian um... Washman. Yeah, really. I don't blame you though. You got new fucking skates. <laughs> he couldn't do but, crossovers. But the worst is when it, you get dangled like that, and then they score. They always score hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Yeah, it always happens. It's the hockey gods just making it worse for you man yeah i like your top five thank you look like you're gonna cry a couple of times uh. <laughs> <laughs> this all big lip <laughs> <laughs> try to hide the the uh, lip quiver yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it wasn't me <laughs> that was uh, a good top five and that was a good interview with uh brandon um yeah i think He's totally right when, like, it's good to play hockey and junior hockey in Canada and scouts will see you. But he did say when he was playing in Philadelphia, he's got way more college offers playing college hockey in the States. I mean, U.S. I mean, what the fuck, man? Playing junior hockey in the States. Did I say that or college hockey? After, I, don't know. I don't know. I'm not I, editing it. I, got, I had a couple points he, to make. He got more junior. Here I go again. He playing junior in the states. He got more college opportunities. Offers. So okay. that's where that J Treaty and your status card 
comes into place. Yep. Take advantage of that J Treaty and your status card. Go play mm-hmm. in the States, young guys. Take advantage and you won't be counted as an import. Who was the first to mention that? Mike Oxy mentioned that. Yeah. J Treaty. Take advantage of it. Like, because. They, yep. Parents, you have to, you have to research that and you have to enforce it and you have to, you just have to know about it. Yeah. Because each junior team in the States are only allowed three imports and they're going to pick the best three Canadians and you might be um, out like outside looking in. So use your treaty card, use your yeah. treaty and take advantage of it. Especially like if you're done junior hockey and you want to stay in the States and live and make a life there, there you go. You can sign up for your social security number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not a problem. Just use your, you just got to get a letter from your reserve and that's it. It's easy. Yeah. Live it up, man. Live your dream. There's opportunities, but There's you have to look of, for them. Yep. Yes. Lots of opportunities. There's a lot of good junior teams, junior leagues in the States. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to go and move away from home. Yeah. Just like Chad Denny said. The party's uh, still going to be there. Your buddies are still going to be yeah. there. They're going to be older, but they're still going to be there. So take advantage of playing junior hockey because you, mm-hmm. you can only play it for so long before it's too late. Yeah. Those res tourneys will always be there. That's right. That's exactly. And just go live it up, man, because you're going to end up regretting when you're 22 yep. years old and it's too late. So it's good that we have guys like Brandon coming on the show to mm-hmm. – Tell the young guys that it's reinforce it's, that. Yep. Yeah, it's possible to play college hockey in the States and go play junior. So that's why we're doing this podcast is a lot for the youth to hear these guys share their stories mm-hmm. and what it takes to go play at that level. And there's a lot of talent out there for these young kids to, to do it. So yeah. And, and with going, today's going, sorry. With today's technology, like you could fucking FaceTime your parents. You could, yeah, it's easy to communicate. You could text and FaceTime, FaceTime, yep. and whatever you, the cover you communicate with your family. And it's, it's easy nowadays. That first step is just is leaving. So, yeah, it's always, it's always hard to leave home. I had a hard time leaving home, but once you meet the boys and you meet, mm-hmm. All these, I was going to say puck bunnies, but I don't know if I should say that. <laughs> well, I might as well just say it now uh, since I said it. But you yada, yada, it. yada. <laughs> but yeah, go and do it. Start training right now. Get prepared. Start looking for summer camps, summer junior camps. Mm-hmm. And go uh, fulfill your dream. Go live your dream, man. Boom. Boom. Mic Another- drop. You know another player that did that that took advantage of that Brandon Montour for uh, Florida oh, Panthers. Nice. He well, he's, he played junior in Brantford. Then he went down to the states to play in the USHL, and he wasn't carded as an import. And he went that college way too. He went to University of Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Wow. Mass- I was at a hard time with <laughs> Massachusetts. 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 That few bush. Fucking die. Play, I'm gonna fucking slap. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. You say Massachusetts fast. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Massachusetts. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. I don't know what the f- what was going. On. Oh yeah, Brandon Montour. He uh, played college in in the states, and look at where he is now. He left home to go play in the states, and he's playing in the show, man, making over three million a year playing in Florida. So, if those guys can do it, you guys could do it. The young players can yep. do it as well. So, I want to say something about Yellowstone. I got a beef. With Yellowstone. You got a beef with Yellowstone already? I do. Yes. Well, for the last while, but it just now they're bringing it up again. I want to talk about the uh, Monica Dutton, the character. 
She's oh yeah, by Kelsey Asbilly. As Asbilly. I don't know how to pronounce that I name. A S B I L L I E. Asbilly. Yeah. Kelsey. Yeah, there's that a big beef with that. I know yeah. exactly where you're going with that. She. Well, she's not. She's not aboriginal at all. She, Monica Dunn on the show is is First Nations. She's. Uh, Native American, I guess you, they call them in yeah. the States, right? So, mm-hmm. and Kelsey is of Nothing. Asian descent. Yeah. Well, she claimed, she claimed uh, on her, on her acting resume that she was like one fucking something. 16th or one 24th uh, heritage. So Taylor Sheridan, okay, let's do it up. But the people from that particular reserve have absolutely no record of her family name being on that reserve. So they she called her out. She was trying to say she was Cherokee. Yeah. When a, a reserve in North Carolina, but that reserve in North Carolina looked at their documents and their history. Yeah. So there was no uh, history. I think her dad's Chinese and her mom's um, mm-hmm. Caucasian. So, and like, why is there someone playing a Native American character yeah. on a show when there's so many good Native yeah. actresses that could play that role? Like they could have, they could have grabbed all those chicks from Twilight that played all the werewolves. You know what I mean? Of all the fucking examples that I'm trying to talk about, I'm, I'm getting I know, I gotta, here. I gotta you throw those. Fucking Twilight, man. Settle because you got, because you're getting too worked up, man. Look Settle at you, down you're there, Edward you're, Cullen. <laughs> hey, he's the Batman, so you gotta give props to him. I wonder what kind of Batman is he going to be? He's, is he going to be a Michael be, Keaton or a George Clooney Batman? Oh no, he's going to he's going to bring it. He's going to be fiercer than uh, um, the other dude. What's the guy's name? Um, Christian Bateman. Yeah, he was an all right. What is that one? Uh, the Doctor one Batman? Moore? Yeah, him. He was a <laughs> Batman too. Yeah. My, Michael Keaton was the best one though. That's controversial. Batman. You think so? I think Bateman is better. No, mm-hmm. no way. I think Bateman's stories with Batman Begins, I think he's better better suited for that. Yeah. There, There's see, you're, time, you're, yeah. All, you're all calmer now. Okay, let's talk about but Yellow No, Spoons. but I'm just saying that there's there's so many good actresses that... Yeah, that I know have, there are. Like, are we going to have like yeah. a, a Caucasian person playing a black person? Like, people would just lose their freaking minds if that ever happened. Did you finally watch Wind River? No, I didn't. You piece of crap. Well, you know, I asked you, what you know, is it on Netflix or Amazon? It's on Netflix. Or? I keep telling you, it's on Netflix. Okay. Wait, Want me to send you a screenshot? What is it called again? It's called Wind River. Wind River. Okay, I'll write that down right now. You know, Wind River. Do you know who created it? Who, who, who co-directed it? Patrick Taylor Sweden? Sheridan. Who? Taylor Sheridan. Who the fuck is that? He's the co-creator of Yellowstone. Oh, that! If I don't you look like the at movie already. If you look at the actors and actresses in Wind River. You're gonna you're gonna see a lot of the same ones, like uh, the same Kelsey uh, Rip. Is Rip in there? No, Rip is Kevin doing Costner? something. Else. Kevin Costner. No, but the, the side characters, the, uh, the 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 main sheriff that's played in in uh, Yellowstone, the bald headed guy. Yeah, he's in Wind River. Same with a lot of... Uh, is it about the clothing line? <sighs> yes. Use this talking to you. I wonder if Mark's Work Warehouse is in the movie too. Wind River clothing line? Side. It's a side character, I think. <laughs> is it base? Uh, they're working at Mark Work's Warehouse? And yeah. Then, oh, this Brad's good. What is it called? Wind River? <laughs> Uh, but that, but that Kelsey, she's in Wind River, I guarantee you that's why she was cast in Yellowstone because oh, she had yeah. already worked with Taylor Sheridan. But I'm just saying that it's I know it's it's not right. You got to do no. something about it. Even Adam yeah. Beach said something about it. And they're yeah, still kind of uh, not really listening to him. No, while a lot of actors guild in the native community, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. They're saying that. All they should, as a whole, any native indigenous actor should boycott auditioning roles for that. That's series. why I didn't audition because I was supposed to be like, exactly. I was supposed to be Rip. 
Yeah, that's exactly. But after I saw that, I was like, Kelsey, I'm I'm walking out, man. Yeah. Find yourself another fucking rip. I was supposed to be Jimmy. <laughs> You're supposed to be that that guy that with the messed up neck there. That that's Jimmy. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry, I don't have the names yet. <laughs> Yeah, you're a Jimmy. <laughs> Shit. Hmm. Oh, World Juniors are coming up, man. 50-50s, man. Are you going to buy 50-50? Yeah, I got my buddy I got my buddy Reed out in Reed Saunders out in Calgary. You know, yeah. He's going to hook us up. Hook me up, I mean. Fuck hook us up. Up. <laughs> Just change this story. Hook us yeah. up, I mean, hook me up. <laughs> yeah. You fucker. <laughs> if you win, we win, man. Yeah, that's right. I'll get tickets too. Fifty mm-hmm. fifties during the World Juniors in Alberta, they're huge. They're huge. What was the gold medal one? It was like eight million, eh? Yeah, it was. It was like that was a walkaway take home prize. Holy shit! Yeah, imagine spending twenty bucks and you win fifty fifty. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's fifty fifty. Last night was seventy seventy grand. Mm-hmm. I was way off though, man. I was not even close. Yeah. Yeah, when, when when I went to the uh, outdoor game in years ago in Winnipeg, there's uh, I think the fifty fifty was four hundred grand. I was off by like a million numbers. <laughs> Shit. I'm a big fan of fifty fifties. I enjoy buying fifty fifties. Like it, it goes towards a good cause, like the World Juniors. I'll go yeah. towards the Children's Hospital, and yeah, same with when when we go to Winnipeg Jack games. I I'll pay play because because mm-hmm. it goes towards their foundation. Like you and I, we play hospital foundation 50-50s and yep. Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay is a big one too. They're already one, yeah. up a couple hundred grand. A couple hundred. They're up that five hundred sixty thousand. They're already up Woo! half a million, and it's not even uh, beginning double of digits. December, like December it's six. only the sixth day of December. It's I want to go over a mil easily. I'll pay. I'll play uh, twenty bucks. If I win that, I'll I'll pay for us for the to go to draft tournament, one tournament. If I win, I will get you custom made Bauer sticks, but it has okay. to say something on your where the name is there. <laughs> Don't <need> that. <laughs> no. Okay, maybe yeah. Yeah, we'll just have to. Yeah. It's good though. Play your 50-50 support all these great foundations that the money goes towards because one of these times you might need it or right? Yep. That's how I think of it when I they asked like uh, a couple of years ago my daughter Amanda was sick and we had to stay she had to stay at the Winnipeg Children's Hospital. Yep. So now every chance we get we donate to the Winnipeg Children's Hospital because yep. they were such a great help for Amanda and us paula and i so every time we want to pay back and that's the least we could do is just help those foundations and hospitals so go out mm-hmm. there throw 20 bucks you might win a couple hundred grand right yeah yeah sweet so and if you win you what uh, you owe us a couple grand at least yes we're finder's fee encouraging yeah we're uh, <laughs> finder's fee. yeah so, uh, go out there support these uh great charitable foundations so anything else before we uh call it a week call, call it a week uh wind rivers on netflix actually yeah to this the younger generation if you watch wind river it's uh pretty much a true story about any murder on any reserve in the states that oh, is it doesn't get solved yep Ooh, i actually watched dr phil last week and they were yes, talking about yes, montana yes, yes. is the highest Murder. Uh, state for missing girls and most of their cases are native american girls yeah. and they're not even doing nothing about it that's the nope. shitty thing that's the thing that pisses me off but when there was a non-native american girl uh that went missing that went missing in montana the whole fucking states went dipshit it shut it shut down so they could search for that lady yeah like, it, it's yes. sad yep. it's, it is they have to Fucking do something. And who cares what your skin color is? Mm-hmm. Treat everyone the same and yep. find these girls and fucking help out. So that's our yeah, two piece. Yeah. That's our fucking two piece 
two cents something something two but, bits uh, two cents yeah so thoughts and prayers to all those girls who are missing and i hope they're yeah. found safe sooner than later so we we're thinking about all the family families in montana just not montana but everywhere that's yeah all the missing and aboriginal mm-hmm. girls just not aboriginal but everyone that's one yeah. so anything else before we call it a week uh you should really watch wind river trevor wind river i'm going to i'm gonna search it on netflix and yeah put it as uh one of those favorite things <laughs> yeah. watch and next week we'll we will have a movie review of wind river yes so i am i am most interested to hear your opinion on that okay i'll watch it yeah i'll watch it this week i guess <laughs> <laughs> all right guys have a good Alrighty. week take care of each other love each other and don't forget to support these yep. foundations while they're fundraising during Christmas. Don't Thanks be a special. cheap yep. Scrooge and want to keep an extra couple bucks. So. I thought you were going to say, don't be a cheap fuck. <laughs> Not too. Holy man, we're swearing last Yeah, episode. we did. Yeah. We should <clears throat> someone keep count of how many F-bombs we do and let us know. We're probably up to 20. Or, or so. uh, yeah. That was just in your rant about uh... <laughs> Yellowstone. Yeah, Yellowstone, yeah. Boycott Yellowstone. Just kidding. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it after. Yeah. All right, guys. Take okay. care, and we'll see you next week. Peace out. Peace.